Hello and welcome to another podcast by the Royal College of Psychiatrists. I'm Dr. Michael Yusuf and today I'm talking to Richard. And Richard has been caring for his wife who's been suffering with depression for almost 25 years now. Richard, thank you very much for coming to speak okay, with me you. today. Richard, the first thing I'd like to talk about is what it was like for you and your wife when she was first diagnosed with depression. Okay, um, she, well, she, she was first diagnosed with depression um, when our children were first born, so she had postnatal depression, and it's, it was a bit of a blur, it's probably the best way of describing it, um, complete unknown, and although the medical profession helped her, it was very, it tended to be very clinical, mm. um, didn't cover the, the personal um, aspects, so it was a bit of an unknown really. Did you and your wife know what it really meant to be diagnosed with depression? What depression even meant in itself? We, we both knew what depression was. What it meant long term was a um, diff- different story. Mm. Quite quite hard to fathom that one out. What were the difficulties in adjusting to the diagnosis in those early days? Um, in the early days, your normal way of life changed. For you and your for, wife? For, bo- for both of us. And obviously... When both our children were freshly born, mm. life was changing anyway. But more more recent times, um, you know, things about much more settled. And another very severe bout, your your normal pattern of, of life changes totally. At the time of your wife's diagno- first diagnosis, did you know what to expect in the short term? No, I think it's a simple answer. We knew that she would get better, mm. but how long that would take, um, and if it would, if it would complete recovery didn't really know just knew that she would get better looking back is there anything that you would have found more helpful at the time of your your wife's diagnosis to um, prepare you for what might I think I think perhaps some more um, sort of interpersonal contact from with professionals yeah with professionals I mean, from the doctor's surgery maybe mm-hmm. um, you had your regular appointments with the doctor but that was to a, you know dealing purely with the clinical side of it not the emotional side, mm. and I think that could have been that would have been useful. Your wife has, as we said, your wife has suffered with depression for many yeah. years now. Yeah. Um, did you have any idea about the long-term impact of depression no, on both no. you and your family and your wife? Not really. No. No. I think um, because of the the nature of it, you only think short-term anyway. Mm. You think one day at a time, really. So things like planning holidays and other such events. Um, tend to take a back burner and you, you, you only plan for what's happening the next day and the day after that So there wasn't much information at hand coming from any professional organisations or individuals no. about the long term impact not of depression really, no. Not really Do you think provision of that sort of information would be helpful for individuals and families I, th- I think it would be useful for the simple reasons um, that you know you're not alone, you're not on your own um, there are other people out there who are suffering exactly the same way I think that's the probably the worst thing about the whole thing you, you felt very isolated, very insular um, apart from your little, little contact with the doctor's um, surgery mm. yeah, that must have been very difficult mm. for everyone involved mm. what sort of, I mean obviously it must be very difficult for you to say so briefly, but what yeah. sort of impact do you think the long term illness has had on your wife and you as her uh, it's certainly kin. It certainly changed our own personal relationship. No doubt about that at all. 
and I think also obviously our children are grown up but when they're at home it, I think they find it quite hard my daughter particularly um, and my son not so bad but my, my daughter particularly when she's home for a short period of time because she only sees a little snapshot mm. and she might see a particularly bad day but she doesn't know that and it's very difficult for me to explain that it's a good day or a bad day so if there was something she could access or I could refer her to yeah. that'd be quite useful too some support for yeah. carers yeah do you think being better prepared in terms of knowing what to expect would have would have helped soften the impact probably yes probably obviously it wouldn't have actually helped with her recovery maybe but it would certainly made life um, a bit more bearable I think for the whole family for the whole family yeah Mm. yeah I know I I suppose then there'll be the the knock on impact of us supporting her in a more positive way yes because obviously at the end of the day we're all human and um your patience isn't always as good as perhaps it could be mm. regrettably well that point leads leads us on to the mm. next next yeah. important point yeah. about how to how families can be enabled to better support their okay. relatives yeah. at home because obviously yeah. people don't want to be in hospitals they'd no, like to um, meet their needs and promote their recovery mm. in the community mm. what is it what are the things that you found helpful to you and I guess your family in supporting your wife at home I think the if I, if I just refer to the other way around in a way um, I think what has been one of the more difficult things to deal with is sort of normal work daily life um, so my own work situation mm. um, but certainly having some understanding colleagues at work has helped and obviously friends and neighbours and so on who are understanding mm. has been very very good um, but that's as far as it went, really. So it was all very important, but very informal support, and yeah. you were fortunate enough yeah. to have that yes. understanding from your yes, colleagues right. and friends. That's right. Unfortunately, not everyone might be in that absolutely lucky position. Absolutely. Um, do you think, looking back, it might be difficult for you to say, but mm. there could be any extra support mm. from professional organisations? Yes, I think perhaps sort of coming back to your previous point, that if we were more aware of the effects, the, the length of or mm. duration of it, that would have been quite useful to know about, and how we could actually support it. Because in many respects, we worked it out for ourselves as we went along. So that, that would have been quite handy, I think. But you have to, it's one of those situations you had to go looking for mm. support as opposed to being offered it. And when yes. you're trying to care for your other half, it's very difficult to spend time looking for additional support and depression is obviously an illness that can come and go yeah. people experience yeah. episodes and you've highlighted what your work yeah. being one of the main obstacles to you yeah. supporting your wife yeah. at the particularly difficult times for your mm. wife's illness when mm. she may have been in hospital for example mm. what, what could have been done to help you cope with those difficult times and balance all the various responsibilities you must have been holding I suppose the obvious answer is to have someone actually come and help run the house. That's more difficult than, than, than it may sound. Um, and I think I've been very fortunate in what I do has enabled me to have, you know, some of my holiday time has been quite lengthy at times, so um, that's been quite useful. But in terms of additional support from the medical authorities, mm. I think it's particularly just being offered occasional support 
um, maybe some form of pastoral care from your GP surgery mm. um, occasional phone call you know to, to you a simple measure yeah can make, can yeah. make that bigger yeah. difference exactly because it must be incredibly difficult dealing yeah. with parenting responsibilities work yeah. responsibilities yeah. spouse responsibilities yeah. and also especially when your partner is That's so right. unwell for yeah. so long exactly um, and thinking about you having to care for your wife for so mm. long um, there are many challenges when people mm. suffer with chronic mm. illnesses physical or mental mm. um, and also challenges and burdens for their relatives as well oh yeah what impact do you think your role as a carer has had on your own health and well-being <laughs> um, I think I'm quite fortunate my own personal health is quite good had my own personal health not been very good I think I could have suffered more obviously it's affected our personal relationship to a certain extent mm. um, over the short term anyway and it's sort of affected what you can do what you can plan holidays um, just other activities you would normally do in your own free time mm. um, it becomes very your life becomes very insular just just supporting your other half and yourself yeah what's helped you cope with your your own side of the stresses and difficulties um me personally mm. I, th- I think i think support of friends and family have been quite good um that seems to be the core theme i, th- in I think it is yeah i think it is you and your wife yeah i think it has been yeah. sort of knowing various people who when you talk to them about the problem Mm. They understand because maybe they've been there themselves or have been in a similar situation. So being able to share that experience, so being able with to share the experience, now you're not alone. Um, it's nothing too unusual. Yeah, um, would be you know very, very, very useful. And I know your wife has found it helpful being part of a voluntary organisation. Absolutely, being part Depression of the. Alliance. Um, depression alliance has been really really helped her mm. I think that's um, that's brought her on very very positively and over the last two years mm. that's, that's been very very good an essential yeah. part of her treatment would you say yeah I think so yeah yeah because she's with other people who are in the same situation as her it turns out that what she feels in, in, in her emotions are similar to what their emotions are and she doesn't feel so isolated mm. um and that's, that's been very, very positive. I yeah, can't, can't really emphasise that enough, actually. Good. Yeah, it's been good. Thank you, Richard. Okay. Um, and just finally, is there any any other points or experiences that you'd like to highlight from you? Um, I think perhaps one of the most important things perhaps to sort of bring to mind um, is, is perhaps just the stigma. Because um, obviously talking to the medical services mm. um, it's not a problem but of course when you talk to other people outside there's lack of understanding yes um, almost a lack of um, lack of concern to the point where sometimes a wife I think has actually felt um, almost rejected um, you know, going back right. a long long time mm. um, 20 odd years ago being told that all she had to do was snap out of it and that's that was very very negative mm. and clearly wasn't something that was going to happen and it can have a very detrimental impact oh, it, did. On it did yes it very, very much so yeah very yeah. much so it did so I think generally the, the stigma 
which is still attached to having depression, I think is um, is one of the biggest problems. It is. We still got. It's probably one of the biggest mm. obstacles to anyone's recovery when they're suffering from mental yeah, could, illness. Could well be. Could well be. And that's the point about joining some of the voluntary um, organisations because there is no stigma. Yes. Everyone's the same. Being able to share that. Yeah. Everyone can share and they've got the similar, similar ideas, same, same sort of thought processes going on. Um, been very, very good. Well, Richard, that's a really important message to mm. finish on, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, and thank you once again no, for taking the time to speak with us. Yeah, thank you.